0: Good morning, Uh, happy Thursday, happy holidays, and welcome to this week's Call It Both Ways basketball podcast. Uh, I'm Jeff Linder with the Gazette. Over here is Jeff Johnson, and uh, we've got, uh, uh, this is basketball-centric, but we're going to start football here today. Um, You uh, found out uh, you had some breaking news yesterday with some Metro football coaching news, and um, involving uh Cedar Rapids, Washington and, and Maurice Blue and uh tell us what you got.
1: Yeah. Um Mo has decided to uh uh step down from his position as head football coach after seven years. Um it's been with the program for you know thirty years roughly uh as a player and a coach and uh you know longtime assistant coach longtime defensive coordinator over there for uh, multiple coaches Paul James Tony Lombardi uh etc uh so he has been Washington football but um you know he just uh he said it's time um Washington coming off a season of one and eight um you know this this past season um the only win coming over Cedar Rapids Jefferson um and uh you know he, he, he wants to go back to just being uh, uh doing what I do well he said, which is, uh, you know, coaching defense. So that's, uh, he doesn't know where that will will be next season, but you'll see him on a sideline somewhere for sure. And, you know, uh, I think we've always kind of had a fondness for for Mo Jeff. Just he's, he's he's just, uh, I I don't even know how to describe him. He's just got a good personality to me. And um, he's done so much for kids over the years and so much for kids at Washington. Um, For so many years, so uh, the first black head football coach in Metro history, uh, which certainly is is not an insignificant thing. So, uh, yeah, good luck to Mo. It's it's a it's a tougher job, as you know, Jeff, over there with uh, dwindling enrollment and and things like that. And they've been teetering on that 4A, 5A um, classification Uh, fell on the 5A side this time. And, uh, you know, so.
0: We'll see. Yeah. We'll see who
1: the next uh, who the next coach will be.
0: Yeah, I, I wonder if he will be uh, somebody in house or if they'll uh, reach out to someone uh, someone out uh, you know at a different school or what what'll happen there. So, but you you're you'd say it's pro- there's probably a pretty good chance that uh, that Mo will be coaching uh, be at DC somewhere probably.
1: I think so. Uh, It sounds like that's what he wants to do. And, um, you know, his qualifications are certainly there. Um, He's he's always did a great job at at Washington with with the defense. And, um, you know, it's it's a tough gig, (laughs) as you know, for coaches these days. And uh, just to be a head coach, uh, you know, so I think maybe he just kind of wants to step away maybe a little bit from that and just – you know, not have all the, all the worries, responsibilities, parent headaches, player headaches, et cetera, maybe that yeah. you might have as a head coach. So, uh, yeah, good luck, good luck Mo, and, and yeah. you know, th- thanks for all, all that he's done. So.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's also the uh, boys track coach at Wash. We'll see, yep. I imagine he'll probably continue to do that. Uh, though I guess I don't know either way. So we'll, uh, We'll see what uh what happens with that. So um and also uh Iowa Iowa City Regina, uh one of the best uh, perennial uh football programs around, uh they've uh they've made a hire.
1: Yeah, Tyler Ellsbury, uh staying in-house, which isn't a bad thing when you consider uh you know the the success that, that uh, Regina's had. Um Tyler Ellsbury is assistant coach for Jason Dumont, who who stepped down and decided to re just to retire from coaching football, um, after this past season. So, uh, Ellsbury I think is the strength and conditioning guy at Regina. He's a teacher there. He's assistant wrestling coach, I think. Uh, so uh, he's in the building, uh, which certainly would help. Will help, I would think. Um, and uh, he's got a certainly a, a great familiarity with with the. Mechanizations, I guess you could say, of uh, of Regina football. So, so sounds like uh, you know, pretty good hire, Jeff. Then, uh, why fix or why? Yeah, why why fix what's so not broken, right? Marv right. Cook, uh, Jason Dumont, who is in the program with Marv, and and now Ellsbury. So, uh, and I guess I'm old because I remember Tyler when he played at Co. So, <laughs> we're, not old, <laughs> we're not old, JJ. We're not old. Um, so let's talk
0: basketball. Um, we're today and tomorrow are the last, uh, you know, the last remnants of the December portion of, uh, 23, 24. And, uh, what have you learned on the boys side and what, uh, what's going on today and tomorrow?
1: Yeah. Um, I think every, some schools, many schools, actually, I think Jeff, have already kind of finished things up for, um, you know, for the, for the holiday, uh, until, uh, you know, the holidays are over. So, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see how to, I think, uh, when it comes to big school basketball, we've, we've kind of learned that, um, you know, there, there might be about, uh, I'd say four teams that are pretty good around, around the here in the Valley. When you look at, um uh, you know, Kennedy and, um, Linmar, Iowa city West, um Dubuque senior which beat Limar the other night gave Limar his first loss in overtime and and then um you know I I think' a small side I think we we the the teams that have been pretty good uh in the past have continued to be pretty good your Monticellos, your North Lins, um you know Etc you've got some some teams that have that have kind of climbed up and uh and had, you know, kind of turnaround seasons. I look at a Lansing key. I know the girls have had some really good teams up there, right, Jeff?
0: Yeah. They've, they've had some fine teams. I think they had a state tournament team not too long ago. And, uh, uh, this year's team is, uh, very competitive, um, six and three.
1: Yeah. Uh, the boys are undefeated. So, um, that's, uh, that's a, a good thing to see up there in the upper Iowa conference. And, um, yeah, so I mean we, we've kind of got some some answers on, on some things, but uh, you know, uh, it really gets cranked up obviously after Christmas. That's uh when things get serious, as they say. So um you know, how about on the girls side? What have have you learned anything, you know, so far? Um Prairie's the best team in the metro. I think
0: okay. there's no doubt about that right now. Um Prairie might be the only MVC team from the Metro that's above 500 right now. Uh, they're six and one. Uh, they won six in a row after getting uh, beat pretty good uh, in their opener by um, by Johnston which uh, Johnston's gonna whip a lot of people. So that they're, uh, they're on the side in the uh, MVC along with Cedar Falls and Waller. so you could make the argument that uh, the three best teams in the uh, the MVC are all on the Mississippi side. Uh, the valley side's a big conglomeration of uh, teams that are hovering around 500. Uh, Western Dubuque's the only team with a a winning conference record right now at two and one, and then there's three teams that are two and two. A couple that are one and two. So still early. Um, Mount Vernon and Solon are uh, uh looked, and, and maybe Marion are probably the the cream of the crop in the Wamack East. Uh, Clear Creek, Amana has emerged as the top team in the West. Saw them beat Benton Community uh, 67-42 on, uh, on Tuesday. And uh, some, I, I, I'm not sure I've seen this before. Clear Creek, Command did not have a turnover in the first half.
1: Mm.
0: Have you seen that? Have you ever seen that uh, in covering uh, uh, boys basketball? Maybe. It doesn't happen, doesn't happen very often.
1: That's for yeah. sure.
0: <laughs> that's no. a good floor game. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's efficiency for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, the the Womack's good. Uh, Monticello and McCooket are the best teams in the River Valley on the north. South, it's Regina. Um, Regina has a nice uh, uh, non-conference game tonight at home against Mount Vernon, and that'll that'll uh, say a lot. Uh, calamus Wheatland's by far the best team in the Tri Rivers East. They're they're ten and zero, and uh, Northland's the team to beat in the West as usual uh Jessup's uh Jessup is one of uh I think just three remaining unbeaten teams in the area girls basketball the others being Clear Creek and Mount Vernon uh Jessup's 8-0 uh putting together a really nice year there uh Waverly's probably the team to beat in the northeast Iowa although uh they Decor is still unbeaten in the league as well uh the the, the strength in the uh South Iowa Cedar League is uh in the west division with uh, North Mahaska, Limbo, Sully, Montezuma uh mfl marmac beat uh, north bed valley in the in kind of their battle of league unbeatens last week so they're they're in first place there and uh uh, i think i'll write a little bit when i do my notes today on uh, the first team in the area to get to 10 wins and that's lone tree wow how about that yeah and they're uh they're really sophomore heavy so uh they should be pretty good for a
1: while I guess uh if you wanna I can run down the, the conferences. I like we talked about the valley a little bit and how um, you know I think there's probably four teams and and then uh you kinda go down uh a rung maybe after that and the Womac might not be as strong top to bottom on the boys' side as it as it normally is, but I mean you still have obviously some some pretty quality clubs stolen's so undefeated. Uh I think Mayor um, uh, you know, Williamsburg picked up a loss. Grinnell has come in and, and made a dent in some teams uh already as, as a new member in the in the WOMAC. So uh Northeast Iowa, you gotta look at decor, as I mentioned, undefeated and, and really, really playing good basketball right now. And um sorry, I have a, a cat that just wants to uh join in. Sorry. Um River Valley, we talked about Monticello, Makokan has got a really nice team. I think um you know, West Branch can 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 beat a lot of clubs as well. Uh Regina's doing a nice job under Paul Runquist in his first year. And the sickle Kyota, little old Kyota is is undefeated on on the boys' side and has beaten the other uh the other two uh, three big teams, uh, which are Lynnville Sully, North Mahaska and, and Montezuma. So um you know, Coach Dan Stout, he does a great job down there and they always have uh, they always have very competitive teams and um, you know, in the, we, you talked about the tri rivers, Northland, obviously, uh, in the girl side, the boy side is probably the best and, um, in the West or the, in the one division and the other one will be Bellevue Marquette, which is undefeated. And, uh, those two teams meet very late in the regular season, uh, which will be, uh, really, really fun. Cause I, they both very well could be undefeated, um, when it's all said and done uh there and uh mentioned a little bit lansing key uh in the upper iowa is is kind of uh separated itself a little bit laporte city union's got a nice team i saw actually saw them the opening night beat central city was just looking for a game to go to and drove up to laporte city and and watched them a team that uh, really can can hit some three-point uh has has a lot of good three-point shooters so uh that's kind of the the conference rundown i guess um Jeff, is there anybody individually on the girls side that really is has come to the forefront for for
0: you well I, th- I think that the two best players in our area are, are probably uh Kelly Levina Solon and uh Libby fandel of, of Xavier um yeah i I've still got a lot of kids yet to, I need to see but uh yeah. you know there's there's a good good group of players a lot of good seniors a lot of good juniors out there um but I, I I would say you know what come when it comes to be uh, pick an area player of the year it's probably going to be Fandell or or Levine, very uh, good, yeah. So uh, how about you?
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, you know, Davis Kern from Linmar is, is a kid that um, really is is uh, he's going to be a D one kid some for somebody, uh, six eight junior um, has. You know, has inside game, outside game, mid-range game, kind of to go with it. He's 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 a really nice player. And then, you know, obviously Jack McCaffrey at Iowa City West is, is in the same class as junior and or uh, yeah, as a junior and, um, you know, they went head to head the other night. That was that was a fun game to watch. West and and Lindmar and, uh, you know, as I mentioned, a couple of really nice nice ball clubs there. And you know, I saw a game Tuesday night that was. Uh, Maybe not the best played. <laughs> we had a lot of turnovers and things like that, but it was probably as competitive and uh, spirited a game as I've seen a long time with Xavier and Washington. And uh, Washington's able to win in in overtime, a huge win for the Warriors, who were who are five and two. And uh, you know, you talk about an inexperienced team, Jeff. They've had they had uh, they lost pretty much everybody that that played last season. Uh, leading score coming back with averaged like 2.9 points per game uh then it was like 1.2 points per game you had kids at uh the starting five They have a kid that didn't score a point last year <laughs> uh, another one that scored 2 points last year uh another one that scored 15 points last year total uh and you know those those kids have uh, uh have really taken ownership of of things and you know, somehow it does. not somehow, but they have uh, you know belied their inexperience, and then they've been <laughs> been able to win five games. Kids like Quay China, who's who had a great game the other night for for Washington. So yeah. uh, don't I do them
0: how, when they played uh, Prairie. I play? I saw them play against Prairie, and uh, I like the way they played together. Um, I thought uh, I thought they've got some stuff to you know. That's that's a pretty good boys team.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they just they play hard and and they're yeah. not very big. they're not very big um at all. But uh, you know, JJ Willis, another kid that uh is really is probably the most experienced. He played some as a as a sophomore for him. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's good to see Justin Decker's done and his staff has done a nice job. And uh, you know, he was out the head coach for a most of uh, preseason practice um, and has returned now and. You know, all his coaching staff, Nate Garner and, um, you know, Bruce Sane uh, really picked up the slack for him and, and got the team ready to go. So um, mm-hmm. good stuff. And, you know, not be bemoaning uh, Xavier here. Xavier going to be just fine when it comes down to, yeah. it. you know, playing you in know. that three you know, A uh, you know, uh, the lower of the classes um, as you know, from most of the teams that they play on the schedule. So, right.
0: So, a where, where, couple things. Where, where do things stand with um, now? There's going to be an MVC CIML uh, matchup or turn, not tournament, but uh, uh, day, I guess, for better, lack of a better yeah. term. Where do things stand with that? And how far off are the first uh, basketball rankings?
1: Yeah. Um, actually, the pairings just came out uh, or were put together yesterday for the NBC ciml uh crossover showdown gotta get surpro in there because they're the sponsor um of this thing it'll be january 6th at the uh alliant energy powerhouse downtown and first game's at 10 o'clock last one's at seven o'clock so i mean it's literally basketball all day uh tickets i think are available uh now for anybody that might be interested but uh, running down the the pairings: the ten, the first game, ten a.m. is Cedar Rapids Prairie against Southeast Polk. Uh Eleven thirty a.m. is Iowa City Liberty against Waukee Northwest. One p.m. is Pleasant Valley and Ames. Um Two thirty Cedar Falls and Davenport Assumption, which isn't actually CIML MVC, but uh, there's a reason for that. Um, Five thirty is Linmar against West Des Moines Valley, which should be a great game, and then. Uh, seven o'clock. Kennedy plays Lockie. Should be another great game. So, um, West Des Moines Dowling and Iowa City West were supposed to be a part of this, but they had a game already scheduled anyway. And with a full day, they're just going to play at Iowa City West. Uh, okay. that af- that same afternoon. So, um, one of the schools from the CIML Johnston, I believe, had to or had a late scheduling conflict. So, um, Danport Assumption kind of kind of uh, came in late and uh, decided it wanted to play in this event. And then they're going to have a, a smaller version of this uh, over in, in central Iowa um, later in January, and those parents have yet to be determined. But, I mean, this is a good start. I mean, it's uh, we got some pretty good matchups. And, you know, I think it's important just to see, uh, you know, from, from uh, you know, a seeding standpoint and things like that, uh you know for the postseason and rankings and things like that that you know uh it helps to see these crossover games to see where the where the power is maybe I guess yeah. you could yeah talk. absolutely um you know and you've had your big event already the rivalry Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah and
0: already starting to talk about some teams for twenty twenty four um you know who would who we'd like to have and uh Yeah, we had, it it was a great day. Uh, Our last two games, we had uh, um, Dyke New Hartford, the three-time defending champion in in 2A against Solon, and Solon beat them by a point. And and, uh, we had North Lynn and Clear Creek, and North Lynn overcame a 17-point deficit to come back and take the lead, and Clear Creek won that one by a point. So we we had some really good games for that. So we were uh, pretty lucky.
1: I suppose I should declare that, um, uh, in full transparency, that uh, I was part of the committee uh, with Kevin Skillet, the former Iowa player and Bettendorf coach, who's a Bettendorf administrator now, and then Justin Olle, the former coach at Waukee, former Drake Bulldog, go Bulldogs. Um, he's an administrator at I think Waukee Northwest now, and and we are the on the four A rankings committee with for the IHSAA and Kennedy coach John McCowan didn't want to have any hand in this for obvious reasons uh pairings wise so he just asked us to put the pairings together um so that's what we did yesterday and the rankings for 4A will be or for all classes will be hashed out uh tomorrow um the four okay. classes uh everybody's meeting tomorrow morning and i think half half hour increments starting with, with class one day folks, um, first, uh, early tomorrow morning. Are you on that 4A committee again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we'll, uh, you know, we've already talked a little bit about what we, what we're thinking and, um, you know, be, it'll be interesting. I think our classes, uh, a little easier maybe than some of the other ones, <laughs> honestly. Uh, um, mm-hmm. our friend Scott Unash does or helps out with 3A and, Oh I mean last year it was just they just kept beating each other and it was very, very difficult to put together rankings and yeah every every week and it looks like it's gonna be the same exact the same thing um you know this season. So that'll yeah. be out. I think everything should be released sometime tomorrow. So awesome. Awesome. Uh, the girls the girls they they've already had rankings. What yeah. You know what you got um around the area, uh ranked teams, Jeff. And those come um,
0: up also on Fridays, most th- they'll come out again on Thursday, uh, later today. <laughs> okay, um, uh, you know, just kind of the highlights. Uh, prairie's kind of uh, edging its way up week by week. I think right now they're at number 11, they might move up another spot or two this week in, in 5A. Uh, 4A Clear Creek's number two. Uh, Marion's ranked. Uh, McColkoda, Western Dubuque's been in there. Xavier started in there, I think they're out now. Uh, Solan and Mount Vernon are one, two, and in three A. Um, Benton, Mount uh, Monticello, have been ranked uh, all season. Uh, Regina is a top five team. I think they're at number four right now in in two A. and and Jessup's kind of starting to move up the chain there. And then uh, Northland is number one in in one A.
1: Very good, very good. Um, you were in Des Moines over the weekend yeah for some, for some women's hoops and uh it sounded like it was an event at least on the women's side
0: <laughs> well yeah um uh, was enough event event that I saw on twitter that I was proclaiming myself as the the capital hometown team now so oh wow. there you go i uh, think there's some folks on forest avenue that would would <laughs> probably like like a word on that but uh <laughs> but i'm i'm not unbiased in that regard
1: either so no 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 either it's not like you're a dread graduate or anything like that. Yeah. But, yeah, it was sold out.
0: out And let's be honest, it was sold out because of the women and specifically Caitlin Clark, Uh, you know, it was a a trip home for her. And uh, yeah, they put on a show. She had nine three pointers. Um, uh, They won by 30 ish. I think it was one hundred four seventy-five. and, and Cleveland state's not a bad team. They're nine and two, but uh, you know, they're a, they're a good mid-major. But, uh, yeah, uh, Caitlin put on a show, and uh, everybody went home happy.
1: <laughs> what uh, What's Iowa have now? Uh, this weekend, I assume, they're, they play. Uh, they
0: got Loyola Chicago today at 5,
1: and then wow. uh,
0: they're off until their next game's the 30th, I believe, against Minnesota, and it's, it's just all Big Ten from
1: there on out. Okay. okay. Why the 5 p.m. start? I don't know. I, okay. don't know. I don't know uh yeah i don't know no, uh, just maybe a little strange you may might push it back even an even an hour for folks that work yeah. in school and all that kind of stuff but yeah i don't know I, i'm
0: i that's their call that's fine we'll get it in the paper this way <laughs> there you go the hey look at the positives right yeah the positives? yeah <laughs> so. So yeah, that's where they're at. Uh, they've been ranked fourth by AP the last three or four weeks, and you know nobody above them's getting beat. So that's just kind of where they're stuck right now, and that's probably about where they should be.
1: I think uh, I saw everybody's favorite uh, head coach Kim Mulkey got uh, got a little heated at the officials the other night. Huh? Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, <laughs> she she uh, she watched the end of that one from the locker room. And so. they were they were up like forty points or something at the time.
0: Yeah, she was contesting a, a block charge call, and yeah, it was just silly.
1: <laughs> I mentioned I kind of kidded on Twitter. So they, they'd be a nice reality show. What, what's the NFL? Yeah, hard hard knocks. Hard yeah. knocks with Kim Mulkey and Angel yeah. Reese. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that would that would. It seemed like it would be pretty fun, wouldn't it? People this, would watch this season. Yes, they would. <laughs> yeah.
0: So. Yeah, that's a soap opera down there, but it's a very talented team, and they're going to be right in the mix when uh, we get to March. Yeah, yeah, that's the bottom
1: line, no doubt about yeah. it. So, so anything
0: else? What do you What are you covering
1: uh, the rest of the week? I have the uh, basketball version of the College Bowl tomorrow. I think it's Girl Boy doubleheader. Yeah, they play tomorrow yeah. night to Prairie and Prairie and Jefferson over at, at Prairie. Yep. Um so we'll have that. Uh and then uh I might hit some hockey tonight actually. The Iowa Heartlanders playing home against uh Fort Wayne, I believe it is. So, uh hopes to get down there maybe and and do some do some advanced work. So, uh you know, then where I guess high schools are off for a little bit until uh until the new year. Um which will be here obviously before you know it. And, yeah. Uh, you know, so never seems to stop, but no, nope. it'll stop, it'll stop, uh, long enough for me to hopefully get out and do some shopping for for presents. So, yeah, you better get that done. <laughs> How about you? Uh, what do you got on the schedule? Yeah, I've, I, I've got that
0: five o'clock tip, uh, down at Carver, and then I've got, uh, got City West, uh, girl boy doubleheader tomorrow, and then, uh, that'll be all she wrote until, uh, till the 30th. Is
1: that at City High or West? That's at West. At West. Okay. Yep. Good.
0: Yep. Yeah. So Yeah. Well,
1: um, if
0: there's nothing else you have to add, we'll we'll sign off and keep this puppy brief and um,
1: wish everybody you know, happy holidays.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, whatever. Um, thanks for joining us and we will see you
1: in January. There you go. Next year. Yeah.